WildTalkRadio.com. Theme song! This is the Firefly Funhouse! And I want to introduce you to some very special friends that I've met along the way. Hey, this is Adam Copeland, a.k.a. the Rated R Superstar. Hey guys, this is Renee Paquette. This is Kane from WWE. This is WWE Superstar Drew McIntyre. Hello, this is WWE Hall of Famer, the Heartbreak Kid, Shawn Michaels. Hi, this is Bree, and this is Nikki, and we're the Battle Twins. This is Christopher Daniels, and what I like to do on my office is listen to the rap, and now you are and it is awesome. Stratisfaction is guaranteed. It's time to experience the award-winning The Rack. Goodness gracious, great balls of fire. I love kickball. I'm back taking souls and digging holes. I'm going to break you, bitch. You hear me? You can love, but you can't touch. Ruthless <laughs> aggression. With your host. They've been lying to you. Heroes don't exist. Y'all become addicted to the illusion of what a hero does for you. Have I mentioned that I was uh, once addicted to eating sponges? Lindsay Ward. Look at me, woman. And you can just call me Taker. Oh my god, it's Taker. Taker, Taker, Taker. Does Taker hate me? Oh my god, it's Taker. And she was a wicked, wicked child who spat and swore and shoot to back. I like puppets. Stickers! And her producer, Sir Rockin. My little creatures of the night will now experience the magical art of puppetry. This <laughs> what the game is playing. Live on the Wild Talk Radio Network. We're here. Yowie wowie. try unmuting there we go good evening everyone welcome to rack right here on wildtalkradio.com brought to you by our friends over at mbgfilmsyoutube.com slash mbg1211 and if you're listening to us over on rockradioshow.com wildtalkradio.com or here on twitch thank you so much for tuning in we greatly appreciate it if you're on twitch and you happen to have a prime gaming sub available well, you can use it here for free for 30 days all you have to do is hit the little purple button down the bottom of the screen and you can subscribe for free it is that simple you can also subscribe the regular way hang out and chat follow or listen to the archive. We are happy to have you any way we can get you. I'm your host, Lindsay Ward. Joining me, as always, is the ever-faithful producer slash co-host slash Sandy Mansour Rockin. It's an interesting night. It, it's been an interesting day, man. It's, uh... Something. TikTok's it, getting banned. There's stuff just, up just, in the Fortnite world. Like, wrestling is kind of imploding right now. It's fine, right? A wrestler fine. Twitter gets hacked. Fine. Everything's fine. You know, all the things. People are deleting their Instagram stories. I mean, you know. 
It's a grand old time to be alive on the, in, the, in, in sports and entertainment and the world and everything like that. Because boy, howdy, are things happening. They're, as we say, popping. Is that what we say? Is are we sure that's what we say? I, I, that's what I'm gonna say. That's what you're. It's what you're gonna say. Okay. Yeah. Okay. We'll go with that. We'll go with that. So as alluded, we have news. We have notes. We have Fortnite's Unreal editor that we're talking about. So I say we don't waste any more time and we jump right into the news. Brought to you by our friends over at mbgfilmsyoutube.com/mbg1211. Let's do it. So I think kind of the biggest news of the week that came out. Um, and it came out today was that Naomi has confirmed she is no longer with WWE. She follows in the path of Sasha Banks, aka Mercedes Monet, who also is no longer with WWE. So it kind of ends that whole, I guess, saga. Can we call it a saga officially with yeah. the two of them in terms of when they walked out last last year? Last last May. I think God, it's been a year. Um. <laughs> Everything was hunky-dory, and then things happen after WrestleMania, and then they decide, hey, we out. We out. So she is no longer with WWE, so um, I think she's still trying to figure out what she wants to do and where she wants to go, and I'm sure she's just kind of doing her thing right now. She's been chilling. I know she's done some modeling stuff and some other things in conjunction with Mercedes, and so I hope she finds her way, and I hope she has fun doing it. Again, doors are always open. She could come back. It's one of them things where she's going, she's... You know, she's been there a long time. Mm-hmm. Not like she has was there for like three years and then went peace them out. She was there for almost ten, wasn't at she? least twelve years or dec- at least a decade. And I think she was there in FCW at NXT before that, right? Yeah, she was down in FCW before that. Yeah, so she's been there a minute. A minute. <laughs> yeah, a minute. That is that's a, a whole you know, sixty seconds. No, no, no. Um, she's been there. Signed in August 2020. 20, 2009, as the kids say. 2009? 2009, as the kids say. 2009. Not 2009, 2009? 2009. So, yeah, she's been there... She was there 12 years. Wow. Yeah, crazy. So crazy how time flies like that. Funkadactyl to, you know, women's champion. I mean, she had a really good run. She and, had a great run. And like you said, she can always come back. She can always come back if she, if she wants to. It's wherever life takes her. And actually, it wasn't it wasn't twelve. It was like thirteen, fourteen years, depending on when she got let go, which I would assume would be the start of this year. Same thing with Mercedes. All depends. I know her contract was coming up first, so yeah, who knows? But best of luck to her, and may she do wonderful things. Indeed. It's also worth noting that joining her in free agency, and we're all completely fine with this. It's Goldberg. I don't know why this was a news story. I don't know why this was a thing. I mean, Goldberg is Goldberg, and I hope he has a lovely time, and everything's going great in his world, but maybe he should just, you know, people should just leave him alone for a while because, and let him go be a dad. So why, why it's a thing is he commented how WWE basically owes him a retirement match, but he has no, no commitments left on his deal. His, he's had no commitments since the last match he had for WWE. Um... Yes, we, we, we all mark that. We all down. Mar- mark that <laughs> down in the counters. But his contract officially expired. While he had no more dates, he was still under contract. His contract finally came up, and now he's a free agent, which led to Tony Khan going, Oh, Goldberg's a free agent. Huh. Maybe we should look into that. So, could he appear in all elite wrestling at some point? Will he walk through the forbidden door at one point? Who knows? I want to see all the AEW fans 
mark out over Goldberg appearing when they all crapped on Goldberg in WWE. I want to watch that train wreck, because that would be funny. Become what you hate. Imagine them doing a Goldberg-Jericho feud in 2023. Oh, God. Imagine that, ladies and gentlemen. Imagine. Let's put that one out in the universe. Watch that train wreck. Anyway, yeah, Goldberg's free. He can do whatever he wants now. I mean, if he wants to come back and do a retirement match, that's certainly his prerogative. I I never like anybody saying that they're owed anything, and this is not me saying that he is not owed it at all, but I just never like that the assumption of, I'm owed this. It's like, sir, you retired, and then you made the choice to come out of retirement so that your son could see you wrestle. He's claiming and then cause, you cause stayed. He, yeah. And because he claimed, I think it's because, oh, I did the Saudi stuff for them, so they owe me one. I mean, if they feel like they can make money off of it, I'm sure they'll offer it to him. But, like, at the same time, you know, you got to wrestle again in relevance in the last couple of years, and you... You get video game royalty checks, too, so enjoy. Yeah, you get video game royalty checks, you ruin Boo Boo's life. <laughs> I mean... You do all you the things. Broke- you do all the things, so... No, he did from Boo-Boo's life. But, like, um, he's going to get royalties for the video games. He's going to get royalties, I'm sure, for the streaming stuff. So, I think I think he's good. But if he feels he deserves it, then who am I to say that he doesn't? Um, So, we'll see if he gets it. I don't know. Moving on from there, everyone was excited about this one. Andy Kaufman is going into the WWE Hall of Fame. Yeah, that's cool. Um, I like Andy Kaufman. I always did. So him being honored, it covers one, the two categories, and two, it's well deserved. He was helped professional wrestling get some mainstream attention many, many, many year ago, years ago with Jerry Lawler, and hopefully they don't wheel out Jerry Lawler to do an introduction, but they probably will. Um, I hope not. Let Jerry recover. But, but we've seen him recover, so you know he, he's the fast one. Yeah, but. I feel like this is a little different. Yeah. I don't think he quite bounced back 100% off of this one. Well, we'll see. We will, in fact, see. Uh, Kevin Hart's YouTube show, Cold as Balls, is gearing up for Season 8, and it will feature WWE superstars Logan Paul and Raw Women's Champion Bianca Belair as they take the polar plunge into an icy bath cold seat. Uh, Taker still had the best entrance into the coldest balls. The fact that he went full force underwater and he came up out of the thing. Yeah. Sir. 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 <laughs> no one said Mark Calloway was sane. Uh, actually, it probably felt really good on him when you think about it for just a second. Probably did. Um, Cinnamon Toast Crunch, Cinemojis are teaming up with WWE for limited edition boxes featuring Rey Mysterio and a surprise Cinemojis takeover during their first ever WrestleMania appearance. Fans can exclusively find the limited edition Cinemoji Toast Crunch, Rey Mysterio WrestleMania 39 cereal box in limited quantities on Walmart.com starting this month while supplies last. (laughs) So there's your Cinnamon Toast Crunch tie-in up people were wondering about oh man <laughs> uh there's still no word on bray wyatt either no but he will probably not be Wrestlemania. no at least not in a wrestling capacity we'll see if they can convince him to like show up he is currently dealing with personal health issues um but hopefully everything works out and he's okay um, in other news, the Motor City Machine Guns have signed a new deal with Impact Wrestling, so congratulations to them. Yeah, it's good for them. So, they're, no word on how long, but they're staying with Impact Wrestling. 
So let's go team. Yeah. So with that, I say we take our first and only break of the evening. And when we come back, we are going to be talking all about Fortnite's Unreal Editor, the brand new extension that has debuted today. We're going to kind of break it down and talk to you about it and what it could mean for gaming in general. So you're listening to Rack right here on WallTalkRadio.com, and we'll be right back. Are you following us on twitch.tv slash WTR live? Do you have Amazon Prime? If so, you can link it to your Twitch account and subscribe to our Twitch channel for free with Twitch Prime. It's the easiest way to help support us for free. This just into the CB Radio News Desk. CB Radio is moving. Sources tell us that CB Radio is moving to a brand new start time. Wait a minute, sources tell you what? Sources tell us that CB Radio is moving to a new start time of 11.30pm Eastern. Are these the same sources that said that Fuzzy Wuzzy wasn't a bear? Confirmed. I don't know if we can trust it. Trust the sources, CB Radio is now going to be live every Saturday night, 11.30pm Eastern, 8.30pm on the Pacific. But what about midnightish? Still midnightish Atlantic time. That's a relief. We are still your only excuse to be home on a Saturday night. Just earlier. Every Sunday night, the evolution continues with Wrestle Talk Radio, giving you all the latest happenings in sports entertainment. With the intern, the producer, the original Tim Stein, and sometimes, a K-Sheet. It's WTR Sunday night, 10 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Mountain. Only on the Wild Talk Radio Network. Like what you hear? Subscribe to The Rack on Apple Podcasts. Just search for The Rack Radio Show. And while you're there, leave us a review and tell us your thoughts on your favorite show on a Thursday night. Every Monday night, once Monday Night Raw ends, the Raw Post Show goes live. You want to hear a story? Get the hell yeah! Join Lindsay and Sir Rockin' as they give their opinions on what they liked, what? what they didn't like, what? and what left them completely confused. What? It's the Raw Post Show. What? Monday nights, what? 11 p.m. Eastern, what? live on the Wild Talk Radio Network. That's the bottom line. Did you know you can use support a creator code Rock and Sock in the Fortnite item shop? That's R O C K N S O C K in the Fortnite item shop. That's a hashtag ad, because we are a hashtag epic partner.
This is WWE superstar Drew McIntyre, and you are listening to the Rack Radio Show on Wild Talk Radio. Radio.com, bunch of our friends over at MBG Films. Check them out at youtube.com slash MBG1211. And if you're listening to us over on rockradioshow.com, wildtalkradio.com, or directly on Twitch, thank you so much for tuning in. We greatly appreciate it. If you're on Twitch and you happen to have a Prime Gaming sub available, you can use it here for free for 30 days. All you have to do is hit the little purple button down at the bottom of the screen and you can subscribe for free. It is that simple. You can also subscribe the regular way, follow the channel, hang out and chat, or listen to the archive. We are happy to have you any way we can get you. And with that, Tweet of the Week. There we go. Well, I used to be the kind of person spending time on my space mm-hmm. until the spammers ended up taking over my place and I was so bitter until I found Twitter. Ooh, a place where you can go ahead and write what you're feeling. 140 characters or less is what you're giving. My addiction starts to climb. I go to refresh my timeline Cause I won't stop tweeting No more, no more It cannot wait I'm sure Alrighty, Matt Mitchell I know Mother Nature is putting the south end in the oven this summer We got seasoned with pollen and then suck right back into the fridge to marinate I mean, that's that's not a why because it's been cold here um matt mitchell if the sec teams were little debbies georgia as marshmallow pies banana marshmallow pies because much like their logo someone else did this first tennessee is turtle brownies because someone is very clearly nuts florida is cosmic brownies with chocolate chip candy because it seemed a lot better 15 years ago auburn is little debbie mini powder donuts the white variety and it will get messy every time very true. Arkansas, our Swiss rolls, starts strong, then just falls apart. Kentucky is fudge rounds because they deserve more respect, and if you squint, they look like tiny basketballs. Uh, Vanderbilt is raisin cream pies. I've met no more than three people who like them. LSU is star crunch, loved by some, hated by others, equally bad for everyone's very true. And Star Crunch are good. Uh, Old Miss, Nutty Buddy Bars. What am I supposed to call you? Or actually, it's Nutty Buddies and Nutty Bars. What am I supposed to call you? Mizzou, Unicorn Sparkling Strawberry Bars. This was an accident. Carolina, South Carolina. Honey Buns, one per pack. Like SEC Championship Game Appearances. Mm-hmm. And Mississippi State, Honey Buns, Ice Cream. Very similar to South Carolina, but going to a bowl game. Interesting. Alejandro Saab, NDAs, am I right, guys? Smiley face. Patrick Pedraza, not Domino's again? NDAs, huh? <laughs> and that's all I have. Okay. So I have one that has audio. This was from like three weeks ago, but it, it's it's funny. It's MJF talking about 
his elite championship level pickle. Oh my god, that's a good fucking pickle. Jesus Christ, classic Gil. Anybody want a piece? Really? Nobody wants a pickle? How about you? You want a pickle? Come here, dipshit. Take a pickle. You, fuckface, take a pickle. You, yeah. What are you fucking deaf? Tell me what you think of this Kaylin Kaylin pickle. Here's a big bite. Yeah, all right, now fuck off. Oh, MGF. You are a special, special child. Uh, let's see. Craig Looney. Twitter's running slow. I wonder why. Anyway, um, Craig Looney. Games have come so far. I can't wait to pre-order the early access to the next open private pre-gamma alpha test for patrons, which unlocks access to the pre-concept public closed shareholder test required to get permission to purchase the insanely epic cool gamer edition, taking a shot at Dr. Disrespect's pre-alpha game. Mm-hmm. And Caleb Braxton. Well, day 98 living in Los Angeles, and once again, it's raining. Looks like I'll be watching horror movies in bed today. Send recommendations. And that be Tweet of the Week. All right, so you have one more thing you wanted to mention before we get into the UEFN. Yeah, so next week is WrestleMania week, <laughs> which actually starts this Saturday on CB Radio. We're going to start WrestleMania preview with them making their picks, along with all the extensive previews and reviews we're doing, including the WrestleMania preview on Sunday with WTR Sunday night, our WrestleMania preview for for next Thursday night. That's going to be a long one, so buckle in. We'll have a day one review of WrestleMania with the Rack Extra on on WrestleMania Saturday. Sunday, we'll have WTR Sunday WrestleMania's full review both nights. We'll have Raw After Mania, Raw Post Show. We'll review WrestleMania Day 2 on the rack next uh, two weeks from tonight. And on WrestleMania week itself on the 28th and 29th, we'll have live streams of WWE 2K23 simulating both nights of WrestleMania. So we're like legitimately going to have basically all week coverage next week of WrestleMania stuff. It's going to be fun. Tune in. Exciting content. Like, very, very, very exciting content because next week will actually be... No, two weeks. Two weeks. Two weeks. You have two more shows left, and then we're going to be off for three whole weeks, everybody. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because guess who's going on vacation? Not it. Not it. She's going on vacation. I'm going on vacation for three weeks. Yay. Actually, technically, just three Thursdays. I'll be back by the 27th, but... We will be back I'm, on the 4th at that point. Because I'm not going to have seen a damn thing for, like, 16 days, so there's nothing for me to she's gonna, add. She's going to be playing catch-up for a while. Yeah, but uh, tune in for my kitchen streams, because I'm going to have to get up on kitchen. Watch me grind two weeks' worth of content, whatever's available, in an additional two weeks. It'll be fun. Um, You'll be fine. So yeah, so tune in, check that out, because I'm looking forward to WrestleMania. I don't, just to kind of talk about it, I don't know how I feel about WrestleMania. It's going to be a different one. Like, you just get that sense. It's going to be something different. For many reasons. For many, many, many reasons. All right, let's talk about it. The Unreal Editor for Fortnite Creative 2.0 has launched. It is live. It is available for download. It is beefy as Fuck, so just I down. It's free. It's free, but it's beefy. Um, you do need a suitable computer to run this thing. You do. I'm just warning everybody right now. You do. Like just from the just from the limited experience I have with it, because I installed it, and then I had to wait for it to load all the shades or whatever it had to load. It sat on 45% no shot for like five minutes. Because it had to sit there and go through like 5,000 worth of items and tick down one by one very slowly as it loaded these things. And it does it twice. Once on the initial load, second when you start something new. It has to go through that whole process again. So you just, you might as well get up and walk away for a while because 
that's what you're dealing with. But but once you first load, once you after you load that, it it becomes it's fine. Yeah. So let's let's describe what this is. The Unreal Editor is a key feature of the Unreal Engine, Epic's toolset used by professional game developers to make all kinds of amazing games that are playable on PlayStation, Xbox, Nintendo Switch, mobile devices, PC, and Mac. The UEFN is a new PC application for designing, developing, and publishing games and experiences directly into Fortnite. Over time, UEFN will evolve to mo- to feature most of the same tools available in Unreal Engine. Today, in the public beta, UEFN enables a wide variety of games and experiences ranging from highly stylized, cel-shaded team combat to ultra-realistic sims, playable right inside the Fortnite you've already installed. UEFN works side-by-side with Fortnite's existing creative toolset, and teams of creators can work together across PC and console to develop and test islands in real time. So in an early glimpse, you can check out um, a couple different maps that they have available. Uh, they are tech demos, so you know you, you need to stay tuned for the full islands and game modes and all the good, happy stuff. Um, or you can start your journey by heading over to the Epic Developer Community website to learn more about UEFN in general. Just based on what I've seen, the potential of this is absolutely massive. So what Epic is doing is they are now putting you in charge of creating games for, based around the content of Fortnite. And that that's the key phrase, based around the content of Fortnite, rather than recreating everything you've already seen in Fortnite Battle Royale, the ultimate Battle Royale experience, because Epic, after talking with some streamers today, kind of made it known, hey, we're not exactly thrilled with y'all recreating our intellectual property in complete fullness because it's our property. The argument can be made, but you're giving them the, us the assets. Yes. Yes, they are. They're giving you all the asset, assets. They're not giving you the exact terrain that you recreating it, but they're giving you all the assets to basically remake whatever they've already done. And peers are not thrilled with that at the moment. But they are also changing the landscape in terms of Hey, here's the tool. Recreate things, create things, create games, build to your heart's content. And they're incentivizing people. They are taking 40% of their revenue that they make from the item shop, which is which is all the, the skins that you buy and all the, the emotes and everything you buy from the crew and all the way down to the battle passes. They're going to take 40% of that revenue and they are going to divide it up to the creator's of these new maps or any map in general they're going to divide it up based on playtime who has the best map and if your map gets a lot of views and a lot of playthroughs and a lot of consistency then you're going to make some money from fortnite and they make a lot of money so even if you get 0.001 from fortnite that's a few thousand dollars a month when you think about it if your map does really really well that is a game changer because they're now giving you the incentive to create, which is a great idea. They're giving you all these tools. You can bring in assets from different worlds, not IP, but from different worlds. You can bring in anything you can imagine. You can create whatever you want. If you own it, you can make it and build it in this game. That's amazing. The thought of branding your own stuff in the game, pretty cool. It's a lot though. You see a lot of the back end of what creators have to do. And it's before in creative, we, you could go in and, and build something on your own. Now you can't because with all the back end work, you need a team. You need help 
just to figure it out because it's going it's going to take a while. Like designing the structures and stuff like that, that's easy. That's the stuff you've already done, and it's probably very simple in this new editor. But then creating all the technical stuff because we we played through a couple of the technical tech demos last night. There's a lot of different things, like there's cutscenes and everything now that you never had before. There's the potential to do more with it because just going into the editor and looking in the editor, there's cutscenes you can set up. You can do um, simulations with mm-hmm. things. You could do... There's cinematic devices that you can make and create with where you could have character models just move around and emote or just walk around now that you couldn't before because you can set the path of whatever you want based on, you know, creating the animation yourself. There's an ad... You can create animations and bring them into the game. What I would honestly like to see just just based on the very limited experience that I had poking around in the engine, because like I said, I downloaded it, had to wait for it to install, and by the time it did all that, um, it was pretty much time to go on the air. But I was able to go in and poke around and just look at it. This has the potential for more than just creating maps. You could create animations with this. You could create cartoons with this. You could create, even if you wanted... In limited capacity, it would take you forever, but you could probably create a Fortnite movie if you wanted to with this. That's the power and the potential of what this is. Because you can go in and you can use preset maps or preset things that they have in there, or you can start on a completely blank canvas, and you can build everything from scratch. And they have things like a landscape editor, and they have, you know, you can alter colors and textures and all the things, and then bring it into Fortnite and work with it in Fortnite Creative, because the one thing that was always difficult with Fortnite Creative and working with it was the grid system, was the build system. It was hard to see, it was hard to control at times, it was hard to manipulate, and especially if you're trying to do very, very finite work, it was a little difficult to do. I'm going to be completely honest. Also, you were limited based on the assets of the game. You were limited on what you could do. Like, my biggest complaint with Fortnite Creative is... You don't have a landscape editor. Now you do. To go... Yeah, now you do. Like, before, it's like you had to use whatever island worked, and so if you're trying to put the Fortnite sets in, you're limited because you don't have a flat surface. Like, everything that they... Aside from the block surfaces and the grid surfaces, you don't have a flat surface. And then from there, you're building all of it. And it's like, if you wanted to have water, you couldn't swim in water. Well, now you can. That's in there. You have all kinds of different mechanics that we've been, like, at least for me, as somebody who goes into works in creative, or I used to, you have a lot more there that hasn't been there before. And with the launch of this, the sky's really the limits in terms of what creators can really build and do. Like, I think the most impressive one that I've seen so far is the one with a dragon, where there's a moving, flying dragon. I think it shoots fire in the game. Mm -hmm. Like, you would see people who would create these sort of, like, adventure maps, and at the end you would get to the boss, and it's this static thing that they've built, and they've gotten better over time, but they really couldn't move, they really couldn't interact, they would just kind of be there, right? Now you can actually have it where you can build your own adventure maps and your own games within the entity that is Fortnite. That's something that's going to be, pardon the pun, absolutely game-changing in terms of the industry, because they're no longer relying necessarily on their own content creators or their own people within Epic to do it, they're now giving the keys to really the kingdom to the players, to the creators themselves, to go in and make their own stuff, to go in and publish their own stuff, which they've done for years. This is nothing any like terribly revolutionary. They've encouraged people to go into creative for years and build their own games and build their own maps and put them out there and publish them and advertise them. But now they're just taking it to the next level where they're they're 
reinventing the game, mm-hmm. as it were, with this, with yeah. Unreal, with the uh, UEFN. Yeah. And it's something that I feel like it's going to push the industry in a specific direction. What direction it, that is, I have no idea. But when you look at other franchises, they do not have this. They do not have this capability. Because I think Epic is seeing the writing on the wall where it's coming to, to Battle Royale. Battle Royale will always be something popular, but Battle Royale has kind of had its time. People are getting a little tired of it. They're getting, they're moving on to the next thing. And it, it kind of shows, but also it's like people want certain things within Fortnite that they can no longer have. And the biggest is, is, you know, all you hear the streamers bitch about is, I want the chapter one map back. I want the pump back. I want siphon back. I want this back. Now they can fucking have it back. In, right? In, in some way. In some way, but they can, you know, it's like you just see some of the maps out there and you see what they're doing in terms of, like, doing um, limited Battle Royale maps. Like, I think somebody's already rebuilt Rust. I heard somebody was doing Verdansk. Tatman wanted someone to. Um, They're doing the Chapter 1 map. Like, people are, like, building other maps in this editor and publishing it so people can play. Like, that's, like, I'm a little disappointed that's what's happening. But it nevertheless, that shows you exactly how powerful this tool is. Because I know it's like they were playing on, I think it was uh, Nick A30 was playing on one and he was having a blast. Which is great. And like Ninja and Tatman were on one and they were having a blast. Which is great. Everyone's having a blast trying new things and creating and, and stuff like that. Um, Epic, Fortnite, sees Roblox as as a competitor. Because if you know Roblox, they, they create worlds and experiences and they do a lot of this and they put it in the creator's hands and everyone just builds things. Fortnite sees it as, hey, we can now take over this space and we can create it in a better environment with the better monetization rules and all these things. It's going to be a competitor to sort of that and they can now build and, and create it and put it in their their own spin on it, which, which is what you want. And they're furthering it because they own the engine. It's the one thing. It's their engine. They're rebuilt. They're, they're giving you access to it. They give you access. Like, the one thing Epic has done and has always done is they've given you access to the Unreal Engine. Mm-hmm. Now they're giving you more tools to expand upon it because what's coming with this UEFN is not only just you're building in Fortnite, there are other other aspects that you can take from. There's a website where you're going to be able to pull, you can pull different assets from that, that people have created and you've created. You can bring them into the environment and use them in your maps. And there's going to be um, ways eventually where you can have real scan technology and you get your face and you can put yourself into this world. In some fashion, not to play as, but as like you can build a character model of yourself and put it in the game. That's going that, and that's months and months away. But that's something to really think about. Mm-hmm. It's going to be, it's going to change the. They are attempting to change the landscape, and hopefully, it takes off. A lot of people are going to be discouraged about what happened today. Where hey, I thought we were going to be able to play old Fortnite. You can, but the people behind it now have to think. Well, we're allowed to, but is it going to be worth the headache because the money is not going to be there? Because now, this is what happened today, where they told creators, hey, if you're creating our Chapter 1 or any other map, you can create Chapter 1, but you can no longer monetize. Take any money, it won't be monetized for you anymore because it's their IP. I made that statement 
the argument is it is they are giving you their assets. That is a hundred percent true. But it's a weird world because they see the popularity of things. Um, they see the popularity of what's going on, and they realize, wait a minute. But they're also very protective of their IP and the stories they've told, and they don't want others to try to recreate what they've done. Can you recreate Tilted Towers and make it the best map possible? Yes. But you can't re- put, do it with Moisty Mire and, and Flesh Factory and Tomato Town and everything in the exact position in the exact way told the exact way we did. Because that, they own. It's tricky. Should they have warned creators about it? Yes. Are a lot of the kids who were excited, oh my god, I can play Fortnite old OG now? You can play it, but I don't know if it's going to be as good as you hope for. It was never going to be as good as you hope for. That's the one thing people need to realize. It was never... Fortnite has evolved over five years. The, the old graphics are not there anymore. The old movement's not there anymore. Because if you remember the old G Fortnite, if you jumped in a... Bu- there was no swimming. If you jumped uh-huh. off a, jumped off a side of a mountain or slid down a mountain, you would take fall damage. There are many things OG Fortnite and new Fortnite are different. You couldn't swim on outside the island. The water was death. Yeah. So there there are many changes and it's it's a very different world. So hopefully the excitement there was a big bubble of excitement and hopefully it hasn't burst yet. It may for some and it may and hopefully people stick around. Because it now lends to people to be creative and that's what I've always thought about with when when they announced UEFN is the creative possibilities for people are endless. If you have the imagination, you can create any type of environment that you want, that you own, that you ever can dream of and make it into something. You can build the biggest tower in the world. You can do all these different things and make it so people can have a grand old time. You can recreate likenesses and and stuff like that of different things, but you can't directly do something that's already been done and owned by someone else. You have to put your own spin on it. It's parody law. If you can parody it, you can do it. And that's going to make whatever happens in the in the Fortnite universe, metaverse, whatever it is, something to see. And I'm excited to see what people do because one thing we have always enjoyed was the old style creative maps where it wasn't just a death run. It wasn't just, hey, we, we, like building out adventure and adventure sequences was always something cool, something different. And there were some creators who made all these great maps, but it always lacks something. Now they have mm-hmm. the ability to build this environment and build and tell these stories because now you can create a team. Because you can create a team up to 30 people who can work on a single project. So you can have people working on back-end stuff, stuff like bringing in mesh files where you have to meticulously put things. Like if you want to build out like a PC, you have to bring in all the different mesh files for your gamer PC just to look right. You have to do all these different things. The amount of work it takes to just to move water and the amount of work to just have an object move, you can have people doing that while other people are working on different things in the world. And then you can have someone who, if you have a friend or, or someone on your team who's like, hey, I'm very creative, I can create this story, you can map out an entire story and build out this whole whole cinematic story that you can tell with adventure and stuff like that. And people... That's where, that's what you should do. That's how what should be created in this environment. It's not going back in time. It's creating your own tale. Using Fortnite characters where you can go through this environment and just sort of see what's next. Tell a tale, a tell a story. Make it fun. Red versus blue in the pit. The kids will love, but people who want to be invested in, if you want playtime, make a replayable story where, hey, if you go in this direction, something happens. But hey... If you choose one thing differently, 
something else you can all lead to the end, but you can have different stories. And guess what? That's replayability multiple times mm-hmm. if you have multiple different ways and multiple different paths to get to something. And that, that's the exciting part. And you had creators in the past who would do that, but obviously within the confines of Fortnite Creative, you were limited in how much you could do and what you could do. And you still are. Like, you still have space requirements and size requirements and all that other thing. Bringing whatever you do into the editor into Fortnite itself... But just the options in terms of how you do it have really expanded. Yeah. Um, beyond what they were before, beyond what they ever were before, because that was always kind of the one complaint, especially every time a new season would get launched is creative wouldn't really ever get touched. You wouldn't get new assets. It's hard to get new assets. Um, in terms of the game and getting access to everything, because over time, one of the things that they do is obviously as stuff progresses in the game and we're now on our fourth version of the map it's it's stuff from chapter one is going away stuff from chapter two is going away and you don't have access to it anymore and you can't get to it anymore and so it's like that limits what you can do with it i don't know if you they've expanded the access to the sets or not because i wasn't able to import anything but it seems like just going into the maps that we were able to use that perhaps they have, like perhaps you have access to more. There's a little bit more stuff, but there's it's all about creating it and then building it out and have to having to function make it all function. Like there are different assets, but there's a lot of new same old every all the stuff that you're used to having is there. Everything in the creative world is there. But you can you can build out the supply and you can build out different things, but you have to be able to program it. So there's like there's easy way to do it, but you also can, if you know someone who can code and do code like really extensive coding will come in handy because there's a program called Versus which is intertwined into UEFN, which will allow you to do a lot of different things, especially on the back end of things. That's where it's all key. That's why you need an actual team of people with full on knowledge where hey, this can happen, this can happen, and all the things in the above. Which makes it interesting at the end. It does make it interesting at the end. So, only time will tell what this does, because like I said, the, the potential of this and the impact of this hasn't even been seen yet. No. What this could actually be and what this could actually do in terms of the industry, in terms of future developers. Because that's what they're also doing, is they're training the future of video game development right now. They're basically teaching people how to do it or encouraging people to learn it. Yeah. Which is pretty cool, especially for younger, the younger generations who are out there who are maybe looking for something to do. This allows them to begin to learn how to work within the editor or work within the programming or work within the coding or whatever they, however they like to do it. It's encouraging that. Yep. Which is pretty cool. Mm hmm. Which could be a boon for the industry. Very much so. But I think that does it for us. What do you think? It does do it for us here on the show. It's a shorter show because next week is going to be an extremely long show. <laughs> oh boy, is next it's week good. It's the marathon show. We're it's be, all WrestleMania. Yeah, it's gonna be two hours of WrestleMania talk next week. Oh God. It's gonna be it's gonna be a long one. I'm just go, just bring snacks. We're gonna be here in a minute. But that'll do it for the rec live right here on the Wild Talk Radio Network. Saturday starts off WrestleMania coverage. We'll have Pick'em. We'll have a, a great, really great debate in Intern's Corner this Saturday on CB Radio at 11.30 p.m. Eastern. Before that, we'll be Fortnite with Friends around 9.30 p.m. Eastern. There's that. Sunday night, a full in-depth preview of WrestleMania on WTR Sunday at Russell Talk Radio with Tim 
the intern, and reportedly a Keishi. You have a Keishi? We, we should, possibly will have a Keishi next oh Sunday, or this Sunday, 10 p.m. Eastern. Monday, it's a Raw Post Show, 11 p.m. Eastern, so let's go home to that. Tuesday and Wednesday will be simulations of WWE 2K23. Scheduled around 10 p.m. Eastern. We may go earlier, may go around that time. We're just we're gonna have simulations both days because we have stuff to get into, and since we're gonna need it for you know, pick them. Might as well stream it because we're gonna sit here and do it. We're all gonna sit here and do it. Yeah. <laughs> Next Thursday night, 10 p.m. Eastern is a Rax WrestleMania preview. Join us for that. We'll be here for like two hours previewing WrestleMania. Our day one review will be on that set WrestleMania Saturday. Our day two review will be the following Thursday, and then we're off for like three weeks. So, yeah. So, content will be a little scarce between now and then. We'll, we'll figure that part out. It's Rock Radio Show on all social media platforms, wherever you get your podcast Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Amazon Music. Just search the Rock Radio Show. It's at Wild Talk Radio on Twitter, Facebook.com slash Wild Talk Radio Network, YouTube.com slash Rock Radio Show. We have WW2K23 shorts that have been going up daily. Um, mixed matching, you know, WrestleMania entrances for some of the people, and you, you know, just some fun, fun times. We have Lita, or Bailey as Lita, Gunther as uh, Drew McIntyre. That went up today. Had a lot more fun ones to come. If you have Amazon Prime Link, which accounts called Prime Gaming, support the channel by clicking the purple rectangle button below the screen. You can also use credit code Rock and Sock or Lynn's M Ward. In the Fortnite item shop, we're at Epic Game Store. Why? Because we are hashtag Epic Partners. You can follow me on most of the social medias at Lens Ward, L-A-N-S-W-R-D. You can check out my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash at symbol Lens Ward for all my review content. And also my Genshin Impact content. You can follow me on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Lens Ward, where I stream Genshin Impact. Um, so come check that out. We have the back half of 3.5 going on right now, heading into 3.6. Um, so expect lots of screaming here in the next couple weeks or so, because once they drop the official news on 3.6, I'm probably going to be beside myself. But till then, come hang out. We're doing chill Genshin streams, building characters, you know, fun stuff like that. So um, like, subscribe, ring the bell, follow, do all the things. Lens Ward, all the places. Use the creator code. Ding. Um, you can also check out Matt MBG Films, youtube.com slash MBG1211 for all of Matt's wonderful, amazing content. Um, so for Rock, I'm Lindsay Ward. We will be back next week with WrestleMania, so everybody rest up. So till then, bye. Wild Talk Radio.